With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. In the world of art, there are many enigmatic artists, or there have been many enigmatic artists, the question is, who is the most enigmatic? I would put forward a very strong case for Vincent van Gogh, or Vincent van Gogh, if you prefer, uh, because he seems to have inspired books and music and movies. And loving Vincent, is this the latest in a long line of van Gogh-inspired works? Alex, first, tell us more. Well, you are an artiste yourself. You have got a listing on IMDb. For those people who have been listening to the Movies First podcast, they would know that. Can you actually paint? No. Have you ever tried? Yes. And you do stick figures or what? Oh, look, that's a blob. That's a person. There's another blob. It's a tree, you know. Isn't it? I just find this form, art art itself, whether it's modern art or whether you've got sort of go back through history, people who can do that, wow, I just admire them enormously. Mind you, I some forms of modern art I scratch my head about, you go into a gallery and, you know, you've got a blob on a wall and they call that art, oh, this is worth $3.7 million. I say, why? What's your experience with that sort of thing? Hey, I've just been to a thing at the National Gallery of Australia in Canberra, an exhibition called Hyperreal, and some of it is stunning and, and really in, uh, amazing. You look at it and you go, yeah, I get that straight away, that's art. Some of it you look at and you go, uh, yeah... Uh, I don't know what's going on. So, yeah, but that's what, yeah. that, that, that is art. Art is, is different. Art's in the eyes of the beholder, well and truly. And some, well, <laughs> some people's scrap <laughs> becomes art and, and art installations, etc. I suppose I, I admire people who can say, look you in the, look you in the face and then, then draw something and, and, or paint something and, and whatever. So getting back to loving Vincent, 95 minutes, remarkable piece of work, the world's first fully painted feature film. Every frame of this picture, 65,000, is an oil painting. That's incredible. 
Yeah. I mean, can you imagine the work? It's been hand-painted by 125 professional oil painters who travelled from around the world to the studios in Poland and Greece to be part of this production. And it's written and directed by Dorota Cobiella and Hugh Welshman, bringing to life the paintings of Vincent van Gogh, telling his quite remarkable story. And as remarkable as Vincent's brilliant paintings in his passionate, nil-fated life and mysterious death are, they seem to have been captured by these 125 professional oil painters. Has any other artist attracted more attention than, than Van Gogh? I can't think of one. The only other name I would put forward would be Picasso. Yeah, yeah, OK. Yeah, good, good call. Variously, though, he, he's been labelled Van Gogh a martyr, a madman, a genius, a layabout. And you could argue loving Vincent reveals in his letters and, and so on and his paintings the real Vincent, or at least a representation of the real Vincent. And in his last letter, Van Gogh said, we cannot speak other than by our paintings. And the producers of this movie have taken him as his word. So it was first shot, and this is what's so amazing about this movie, as a live action piece with actors, then hand painted over frame by frame in oils. That would have taken forever. Yeah, I just, I cannot imagine when you're thinking about the sheer volume of work here, the final effect is an interaction of the actors playing Vincent's famous portraits and the performances of the painting animators. What a matchup! And what a team, Mike! Metro PCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to Metro PCS and get a 32-gig iPhone SE for $0. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Claim based on talking text. Not valid for active numbers currently on our T-Mobile network or active on Metro PCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. You're listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Now, let me tell you about the story. Set in France in the summer of 1891, that's a year after 37-year-old Van Gogh died. Amand Roulin, played by Douglas Booth, this feckless, directionless young man, is given a letter by his father, postman Joseph Roulon, Chris O'Dowd, a friend of Van Gogh, to hand deliver. Now, bear in mind, Van Gogh has died a year earlier. His express instructions to his son are to pa pass this letter to Van Gogh's brother, Theo. And Amand Roulon is none too pleased with that mission because he's embarrassed by his dad's association with Van Gogh. Bear in mind, in his lifetime, they only sold one painting. And he made 800 yeah, that, that's why you don't become a painter, to get rich. Yeah, correct. Right. So, I, And this is a foreign painter, bear in mind, this is in France, who cut off his ear and was committed to a local asylum. So in Paris, the son, Amand Roulon, finds no trace of Theo. And his search leads him to a paint supplier by the name of Pierre Tingay, played by John Sessions, who tells him that Theo died shortly after Vincent, apparently destroyed by the death of his older brother. And Tangai recounts how Theo helped Vincent transform. I mean, he was down and out, 
at the age of 28 after failing at three careers, and he then began to paint, right? So he had a very short shelf life, no pun intended. And Roulon journeys to Vincent's final destination, to this quiet village an hour outside Paris, to meet Paul Gachet, Jerome Flynn, Vincent's doctor, to find the answer as to why Van Gogh took his own life. I mean, it's. I love the fact that the filmmakers turned this story into a whodunit. That's brilliant. Isn't it superb? It gave the yarn urgency and a purpose, especially as the investigator is a most reluctant starter and an unlikely focus of attention is on this guy, the investigator, given he doesn't really care for the responsibility that he's been given. He's the son of a postman. Now, the longer that Loving Vincent went, though, the more confused I became as it, as it sort of... I was trying to get into my head what went down here, right? What led to the demise of the great man? And some of the key players are more fleshed out than others. The paintings really look like, like they've come alive. The performer's likenesses allow you to make out who the actors are. So here you have this inventive, bold, original piece of work sparks emotions in the same way, let's say, an animated feature does. So cinema meets <coughs> art fused together by modern technology. Absolute genius. Really is. I, I just was blown away by what, what was achieved here. As I say, I was a bit confused about who did what to whom because there were sort of the red herrings that you have in a whodunit and, and it got a little bit confusing for me at the end. Maybe I'm just thick, I don't know. But uh, having said that, it's still a remarkable, remarkable film. Loving Vincent. One that maybe a little more of the story and a little less of the uh, of the presentation. Well, no, no. I mean, I I just think that when there are different elements here, there's you know the the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker kind of thing. How it all fits together because when you go on a journey to find what happened, you're introduced to characters that you're not familiar with, and you're sort of trying to fit how how they all fit into the puzzle. And, you know, one, one person gives, like you give an account of something, I give an account of something and, and the accounts don't match up. And that's what sort of caused, caused me to scratch my head a little bit, but it was still very, very good. Very impressive. And obviously worth seeing for the unique animation style, uh, if for nothing else, loving Vincent gets out of 10. It gets an eight out of 10. And it, look, it takes you a, a few seconds to get used to what you're seeing because it's so unusual. It's, you know, it's something that you haven't seen before. But in this world where there are so many copycats in terms of movies, uh, this is anything, anything but. Go, go and see it. Loving Vincent. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.